but like the actual object or it just looked like that no no it was like literally like dick of a bolt. it's like a very sexy <laughs> it's a very sexy place like Here we are, and welcome to a Hockey Night in Canada edition of the <laughs> Friday Night Movie Podcast. Not because Willie Becker or I care much about hockey, but we are going to talk about the brilliant TV show called Shorzy on, on Hulu is where we watched it. And we have with us our uh, official hockey correspondent and uh, complainer in chief, Josh Crew. Josh, welcome back. Good to be here, guys. Uh, before we get into the show, I just I want to kick off with a couple of just like top stories here. And one is. I must deliver to mom now she's not on the show right now, but, we'll, I'll, you know, she's going to listen. Uh, probably one of the biggest delayed I told you shows of all time, because if there's a movie I have constantly talked trash of that most people like uh, and I have always blamed mom for taking me to see it in the theater it was E.T., the trauma I endured from that movie as a kid, just with me forever. We saw an ad for the 40th anniversary screening when we went, when we took the kids to see DC super pets, which was excellent. And really made me want to see ET again. So I sat and I watched it with the kids and I, for one in my forties watching this movie going like, wow, this really is an incredible masterpiece. I can't say my kids did. I, I think my kids, my kids were gave one gave it a rent and the other one, I think, really embodied my original experience with the movie. But I do have to tell mom, I told you show you get it. You're a genius. I went back. I changed my letterboxed entry to four something. Sounds like someone got an like email. a minus a negative number. Oh, so so like you're the four like the four people that use letterbox will now read your review. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't do it. Let's review. be clear. Just, that thing never cut on. Right. Yeah, but I just use it to keep track of all the movies I've seen. Which is there's, everything. There's Which a few is every people. movie. Yeah, I, I just keep I keep track of all the movies and I have my watch list there. Then I keep track of what I rated them. It's actually like I don't I'm not rating them to add to some aggregate score. That's one thing I feel bad about. But I like to keep track of like, oh, where did I put this in the in the ladder of how I feel about certain movies? Because sometimes I want to reevaluate something. That's the only thing that I don't love about Letterboxd is that I'm trying to give a a, not trying to give a score that sways other people. It's really for my own records. Um, and then uh, uh, the the other thing. So so anyway, so that's really what what I have to report um, here at the top. Did, have you any of you seen E.T. recently? Oh, and the yeah, other thing, recently, the other thing yeah, is, is that like it, it made me really resent Stranger Things. You well, needed no, I would an additional reason. I wouldn't yeah, like, recommend like watching have a, anything from the 80s. I was just saying. You're interested in Stranger Things. Season four came out and then you were like, you know what? I don't have enough reasons to resent this show. Yeah. I, I, the last I mean, two episodes were season five. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I didn't see it's season like, four yet. Well, well, you don't need to. You can watch season four and five because the last two episodes were like nine hours. I would, I would skip the the season. Just, just, 
It took me longer to watch the last two episodes of Stranger Things than RRR. Okay. Which is the last the last episode of Stranger Things is longer than Top Gun in and of itself. So but my point is this is that when you everyone always talks about oh my Top god channels Amblin Entertainment and it totally does down to the wardrobe. And then when you go back to the source, sometimes you're like, oh, that's the thing people are excited about. This time I watched it and I was like, wow. Steven Spielberg. And I know it's not very nice. I called me and Becky and he's like, you know, Steven Spielberg, guys. And we were like, really? (laughs) We know. I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Stranger Things is sort of like Target's version of the 80s. (laughs) It's like the the version of those t-shirts that are like we got like nostalgic retro t-shirts. We're gonna buy them at Target. (laughs) That's what Stranger Things is. Right. Well said. Well said. Okay, Josh, that's a great place for us to start because we, we can't do anything with you unless we hear your complaints. So let's get your complaints off at the top and then we'll dig into Shorzy because we, we really going to need your expertise to understand the deeper things going on. Well, in preparation for this podcast, uh, my family and I moved to Canada for a week. And so, you know, all of my complaints. <laughs> Amazing. Are about <laughs> Amazing. Am I allowed to curse or is it going to be one of those you know, ones where uh, parental you're, you're, I mean, You can't do Shorzy. I'll, I'll and not be allowed to curse. Also, I got to tell you, the kids who listen to this show most are yours. And so I think that, yeah, you enough. know, it's just say whatever. I'm going to curse for my kids right now because they probably mm-hmm. heard me cursing up. Holy <laughs> fuck. Canada is a mess. Really? What is wrong with this country? Make us feel, make let us me feel give, better. Let me give you an example of trying to get to urgent care with my children. All right. Oh. I call, I call like one of the two places that I'm allowed to call. And after going through all like the, the like fun, like, do you still I have Medicare? Go through. No, oh. I haven't lived. I haven't paid taxes in Canada because I don't live there. So I don't get Got Medicare. Okay. But um, even if I did pay taxes, you couldn't find a doctor anyway. So it's completely irrelevant. But mm-hmm. uh, so finally I go through all like the push the buttons and then it's like, okay, another like push nine for English. And then it's like, uh, I'll give the English equivalent of what it said. It's like, sorry, this option is not available. <laughs> and just hangs up. I'm like, wait, what? So th- that was one. Uh, there are no rental cars apparently in the entirety of Canada. All of Canada. I literally looked in all so, of my. So Montreal. you couldn't like there drive. Are... You couldn't like take a cab to Hull. No, there are no rental cars. I literally searched Blaine the entire Hill. greater. The entire greater area has no rental cars. And if you want to rent like, Island. the equivalent of a Lada, it's $2,000 for a week. <laughs> I don't know what God. the rental car. So I had to use something called Turo. Oh, I've used like Turo. The, yeah, yeah which is quite convenient, which is the Airbnb. But then like the idiot that I am, I backed up the car into one of like the 15 different recycling bins that you have to have in Montreal <laughs> and broke the taillight. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey, but what's Toro? Toro is Airbnb, like Airbnb cars. for cars. Yeah, Lily, you'll love this. You and Jose will love this. What? You so I can lend out my car to somebody, and you can borrow it's actually pretty convenient. Car. But you it's have to like convenient. you have to wash your car a lot. Like Wait, so then I, I can't so lend then my car in, to in our like <laughs> crappy in our crappy like rundown Toro Ford Escape, and driving up north to near where your country house is. My kids love saying Saint Donut. We're driving up there, and all of a sudden the car like veers hard to the right. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? And lo and behold, because it's, it's Canada, just... I've never seen this. I live in the South, it's really hot. There are two deep grooves in, in the highway where the apparently the wheels of the truck uh, trucks on the hot pavement have created these 
big indentures. So you're basically like on a roller coaster path. And if you try to get out of it, your car is like likely to swerve into the ditch. So when I got up north and so asked the, about this, the so sun like, yeah, of know, Canada so melted the t- pavement. I live, I live in Georgia. I've never seen this. So Montreal, Montreal gets pretty. I'm like, I'm hotter than Georgia. <laughs> so that like literally the grooves, the grooves of the cars. Are I think I think like, I think it's more a statement on the quality six, of this of no, the I, I, of I the pavement they use. Maybe it's because I, they have to, they, maybe they have to prioritize the cold of the winter. Maybe it was caused by those you know the wheels have with you the chains seen the on them that people the have. Have you seen the size of the potholes in Canada? You're li- it's literally like it's, it's, it's like Stranger Things when the Earth opens up and like all the yeah, come out. Yes, yes. That's like this what is, the potholes this are is like am- This is amazing because Josh has turned into one of our parents right before our uh, <laughs> so, one visit to Montreal. So more, I'll, I'll go full parent. We pay sixty five percent taxes and have grooves <laughs> in the road and can't find a doctor. <laughs> I tried explaining that to my children. I'm like, so you guys, if you earned a hundred dollars, the government would take thirty five percent. You would only get to keep thirty five dollars of that, and also you couldn't find a doctor or drive on the roads. <laughs> like, Welcome to Canada, my friends. And then I went to the freaking airport. There's hundreds of people lined up to go to the states, so of course we only have two U.S. customs agents. An hour and a half later. Oh um, my god! I heard you have to go to the airport and in Canada then, about four hours before. And then I get a paid twenty dollars. I tap into it happened to me before. It took me three hours, three three and a half hours to get to me. I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? It's twenty dollars like, for a sandwich. TSA TSA is like nine eleven just happened. I literally had to strip <laughs> like my boxer shorts to get this stuff in. It's it's like. I'm like, what? I, I think I thought they were going to put me through the damn X-ray machine. Like, this is like Canada. Canada, if you're listening, oh, they don't want you. They don't. They, they don't want you smuggling out any toonies. Hard currency. I'm like, worried about all the our for, are for the Arrive Canada COVID app, and I like I spend like half hour filling it in, all the vaccine and passport, everything, contact information, and then I walk in, and someone's like, "You got it? Yeah, sure, go." Great. <laughs> what is the point of all of this? It that is, is amazing. But I assume you had a wonderful time with your family. It and, was fantastic and, and, to be there. I loved going around Montreal. We went to beauties. Like we, oh, we had a great time. But uh, but Canada, you're a mess. That's all I can say. That's Except amazing. for Shorzy, that thing's great. Jo- Josh Speaking. gives. Well, Canadian TV shows are pretty much always awesome. Uh, and, and, yeah. So. So Shorzy is a spinoff of Letterkenny, which I finally I've been watching and I heard the first reference and to Shorzy. Letterkenny is a t- another TV series, a- another TV show that has 10 seasons. Yeah, it's 68. Episodes. Wait, wait, let's clarify. It's not like the 10 seasons of Flash where there's like 23 yeah, yeah, episodes no, each. So no, you want to yeah. kill yourself? Six, it's like six. <laughs> episodes. Yeah, it's like 68 um, total. episodes. But you know what? It's six high. Qual- so Letterkenny is 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 a little I would say harder to get into, although I am now watching it because I, I've now watched Shorzy and I'm like, I need more of Jared Liso is the name of the. But by the way, Lesa? what a kid. Less, what a Canadian, what a Canadian I would say less. So it's two S's, right? But what a Canadian thing to have is that like, yeah, it's like Jared Leto, but like slightly different. Leto? <laughs> it's Jared Leto. It's like Jared the guy Leso. from Morbius. Except his name is Kesso. 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 Whatever. Kesso. Kesso. Jared no, no. Leso, Jared I, I mean, it's K-E-E-S-O. Okay. Kesso. 
same Tarantino. artist, same artist, the director, Jacob Tierney, who's amazing. And I feel like went to Dawson with one of you or something like that. Um, no, but has we, a, Becky we have director. We direct, we have direct family. We are very, we are very adjacent to Jacob Tierney. That's yeah. all. We don't know him, but we're adjacent. I'm sure he works yeah. with like Josh Asherah or something. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no I, exactly. I went backpacking in Argentina with his younger sister. I, I, I went back. Okay, that's pretty Argentina impressive. That's close. That's, that's, that's very close. close. Also, um, yeah. So Shy went backpacking with me. No connection to either no of connection. these people. Wait, before we get into it, at the very top, I need to. I, oh, I Becky, you we, get an I told you show because you told no, me to watch. I yeah. I it's more than an I told you show. It's not that it's an I told you show. It's that as soon as we were pitched on the show, we were all immediately, yes, we're going to watch right. it. There was no resistance but to us. The, the discovery <clears throat> came from my friend, Joey, my dear friend, Joey, who's recorded with us in the past, guy who lived in a van, lived in a van, no longer lives in a van. Um, and he's the one that discovered this. But, like but he, I, in fairness, he looks wait, like he fairness, lives in a van. He looks I, like I he lives in a van. I had actually been watching looks the like show a surfer. before I started getting all these pings from you. I wish I had oh, told really? you about it. I was oh, like, interesting. Yeah, as I'm, far I'm in this hockey world, as far as right, I know, right. So did you Joey, wait? Did you hear about it from your hockey friends? Well, so there's a very famous hockey podcast called Spitting Chicklets, and one of the the commentators oh God, is the guy really? that's in the show. So Ra, it, like, if you watch the beginning of the show, right, like when yeah, it first opens, you see the four commentators. The guy with the big Boston accent, who they literally call by his name, Rear Admiral, which is R.A., um, <laughs> is, they reference it. He's from Spitting Chicklets. So they were always pumping up the show on their podcast. Well, as far as I know, Joey discovered this show and then shared that discovery. You know, it's he one doesn't of those, even play hockey. Doesn't play. I mean, he's a surfer, lives in Southern San California. <laughs> Um, and he came across this show. He, he discovered it as far as, and I, I feel like it's not an, I told you show it's, it's like, like it's the algorithm. It's like the, the human algorithm award. You I know? mean, if someone, if someone does pitch me a show, that's extremely Canadian, like I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent watching. There's no convincing needed. Yeah. Um, if you tell me a show is a hundred is very but, Canadian. I feel like I Josh came about this show at a more, in a more legitimate way. Yeah. In terms of like, it, you literally listen so the, to this the, podcast. The <laughs> How podcast much do you love hockey? Like, I'm like a scale of one like, to 10. How much are you so, into hockey? So the, the guys he likes are talking like the true, way I like movies. But the guys are like true jackasses on the podcast, but they always bring on guests to be interviewed. And it's basically like the real life Shorzy equivalent of these stories. Like the stories of the pranks and the ridiculousness is all what like NHL hockey is about. But is your hockey team like that? I can share tidbits about my hockey. I went through actually just thinking about like what it's can't like. Share it. Are those? So that, no, no, I can't. No, no. Are I, the I, antics? Have Do you have a current hockey team? I have multiple. So currently I'm multiple. playing for a team called the Victorious Secrets. This um, is how did we not know about this? I, I literally went to through today. it because I was thinking about some of like the little nuances. And it's true. There's three things that happen with people that you play hockey with. Some people have like regular name, like my name. Nobody refers to me by, like, they don't add anything onto my name. But you can either add a Y or an ER onto everybody's name. So I went through a list of people that I've this, played This with, is a hockey thing? Is this a hockey thing? Yeah, them. this is a very, I so, know this is like, a common hockey thing. So like, for example, I played with uh, a buddy named Jordan Brooks. He's Brooksy. Uh, oh. Tim becomes Timmy. I played with a lot of Toms that became Tommies. 
uh, Joe becomes Joey, Bill, Billy, Dave, Davey. There was a goalie, Napolitano, that got sh- shortened to Nappy. Um, Amazing. Paul, Paul White became Polly. Pete became PD. There's a guy named Jeff that's Jefe. I don't get that one. Because that, well, that's cause, Spanish. Because that's Spanish. Well, yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't fit really the model. Fit. Okay. It's it's like doesn't a, fit the know, model, but it's just too cool a nickname to not do yeah. it, I guess. But then like Wayne becomes Wayner. You know, <laughs> ah, you, there's other or, like the other combination to for ER. Exactly. And it gets very confusing when people already have a Y in their name. So like played with a guy named like Vinny, Jamie, Corey, then it gets confusing because well, you can't do like the there's got to be a Corey or a Jamie, though, if it's hockey. Cause, right. Yeah. And you're just crew so, because that's such a great name. They're not going to call you crewy. Uh, yeah. Or Joshy. <laughs> that would just be weird. Um, Joshy. Yeah. Joshua. But I did play my previous team when I was in New York was actually sponsored. They were called the Vaseline Men because we were sponsored. <laughs> Josh, you should have a show. Brand. You wait, should wait, have wait, a show. On. What were they sponsored by? Vaseline. We were sponsored. So one of the guys worked at Unilever, Bobby. Amazing. And I'm not wow. making this up. <laughs> and he, I think he would basically just you coerce, this up. coerce the Vaseline team to pay like whatever the five grand or whatever it was to sponsor <laughs> our team. And we had to report back to the Vaseline team on our winnings and losings. Um, and the jersey, which I sometimes wear here, and people really get a kick out of it, is a giant Vaseline logo, which is spectacular oh if you're a hockey player. That is amazing. That's incredible. I thought nothing could beat so, the Victoria's Secrets, but this does. And the blue Victoria's wow. Secrets, my uniforms are bright pink. That's now the blueberry now. So like the blueberry Sudbury Bulldogs or the Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs is not is not even remotely off the like is not even. I mean, that's one of my totally plausible. One of my favorite bits is how people keep changing the names, the cantaloupe, the fruits, the fruit (laughs) and the dog. Like I played against a team last year called the Chodes. I think they finished in last place and they won the championship the following year, but then they changed it. They had to change their name to the asshats. Like this is what, (laughs) this is what it's like. Okay. But here's, do you, so like, are you not you, do you not feel complete if you're not on a team? Wait, I literally, when I'm moving to a city, I have to look at the proximity to the hockey rinks because that's like, it's it's what I do. Yeah. I mean, Brandon, my neighbor, Brandon, learned to play hockey in the last few years and plays in one of these leagues now. I presume his last name is Jones. I'm sure he's Jonesy. Jonesy. He loves I mean, it. Come on. He loves it. And he loves it. And um uh and uh you know uh and these now now Josh so what we're talking about here is Shorzy is about a senior league triple A uh whale shit they refer to it many times. <laughs> team in Sudbury, Ontario, a real place that we had to. And what's great is, is like they refer to the mining and mineral and things that are produced in Sudbury, all things that if you live in Canada, because there's not that much to learn in the history that you end up having to memorize in school, (laughs) iron ore and blueberries and whatever. Um, uh, And and it is uh, there. It's it's the team it's a little bit of a Ted Lasso, a classic kind of the team's about to run out of money. Nobody wants to see them. They're on a losing streak. And the I don't know if he's the best player or the lead player. Seems on the to be team. the captain. He's of the sort captain. of like the leader of the de facto leader of the team. Yeah, because, it seems like in a captain type role. And he convinces the the owner of the team or not the owner the GM of the team. Um, who is a second generation. I owner. think she is the owner. Or maybe she's the owner to uh, 
kind of invest in some new players and and guarantees that they're not going to lose. They're not going to, you know, they're going to win every game for the rest of the season. Jean-Jacques, Frankie, Jacques Jean. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. All right. So, so Josh, okay. Help us in here. Um, help us here. Just situate this kind of hockey. Like what is the, is this the same as slap shot? Is this. Okay. These guys are never going to make it in the NHL. It's probably, I, I don't even know if you would call it like triple A minor league, whatever it is. I think it's sort of like, so you've got multiple leagues, right? You've got like the NHL, which is the big one. Then you've got 52 different Canadian leagues, like the Quebec major, major junior hockey league, the Ontario hockey league, the Western hockey league. Like all those players are probably not going to make it, but they're like the drafted players that are like working their way up the minor league systems. So that's then like you've the triple A. That's like the triple A. Then you've got like the ECHL, like the Eastern continental hockey league which is like most of it like guys that, that play in the league that i have sometimes play there like the ref in that league um and then you've probably got like this stuff got it okay which is like right. like a local like there's still town. fans that are there's still fans that are apparently paying to see it but like they're not right. going to the nhl these guys got it but they like seeing their team and well their... no they reference the fact that all of these guys have day jobs like they're not coming yeah, like, to warm up before a game. They have they have jobs yeah. and families. That's what they say, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's but they're the... still probably better than any average person that plays hockey. I mean, they're probably guys that played like triple A, double A, whatever the equivalent. The, right. So there so, are there are they reference that. So there are different positions that are discussed um, in this, and and by the way, I I don't I I like hockey I, I like hockey more than soccer, but like they're not. And neither of them uh, are competing for you space go to a live a, hockey game. It's totally, it's unbelievable. It, it, anyway, it's, it, it, I, lo I love a live hockey game. I do love a live hockey game, but I'm just saying that like, it is more Ted Lasso. The premise of Ted Lasso is that a guy who's never coached soccer in his life learns it on the plane and can win. And, and we believe it partially because we're American, but <laughs> hockey seems Hockey seems that there there's there seems a little be a little more complexity and there's some different positions and and I would say themes associated with positions. So first of all, there's like the enforcer type guys, right? That now we've seen this before in the movie like Goon, and those are the the three gyms, right? The three so gyms. That's like in the Nintendo game when you'd have to pick the your big, little yeah. player and you'd make like the them the big the big beefy ones, right? That can't really skate. They can't. Really, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, got it. And their are job they is just to... there to box? Are they just boxers? What do they do? They're like the lowest level uh, because, well, actually, no. I guess they score and they score at one point in the show, so yeah. they can clearly but that, play but that's to a, some but that, degree. But that's a trick. It's very secondary to what they're supposed to be doing. They're okay. supposed to be and they use, them, and, they, and they use yeah. an expression: like, "fill them in." They're like they, they're like line. In. They're like linebackers. Yeah. No, linebackers are on defense, yeah. Lily. They're aren't like these guys like linemen. defending? Oh, offensive linemen. They're more okay. like so, yeah. So Josh, they're, explain they're, it. They're to like you. the goons. They're the goons, but they're so there's like I and I I had never heard this expression, but I'm assuming it refers to like basically beating the crap out of people and getting penalties because it's like run them up is run up the score and fill them in is like fight and take penalties. Ah. Okay, got it. All right, okay. and so so I you have those guys. Means. They have those guys. Then they bring in these like five different ringers who are uh, or four or five different ringers, which are amazing. The veteran presence, guys who hate to lose, which is such a great theme. And 
there's JJ Jean Jacques. What, what's his name? I don't know. The French Canadian. Jean Jacques, Frankie, JJ, Frankie, JJ. They call him JJ or Frankie. Um, who is dating Laurence LeBeouf, who I had no idea is a real French Canadian actor. She's That's like a amazing. star. But also the fact that they just. Becky, I have a question for you. It, it reminded me so much of like David Mamet writing and directing in that they repeat the same Repeating, lines yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. And they like just cut back and forth really yeah, fast. So I, much, I said that in the first episode. I thought it's very Mamet. Like I love when they're like, François Leboeuf, François Leboeuf, François Leboeuf. <laughs> like they just, you know. I mean, I think it achieves a few things. It, one, the more you repeat something, the funnier it becomes, funnier. right? And then it's it's also um, yeah I mean I, I think it's it's like doing that whole... and it's part of the, the 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 memory retention of the show so you know very quickly who everyone is because they keep repeating it's, the same thing it's like it's like and, when he like when he and it's Laurence Leboeuf not Francois Laurence Leboeuf yeah. right so we're calling her Francois but when they, oh, when um, no no it's fine and then when the guy keeps going settle down. Settle down. down. I mean, let's be clear. Settle down is part of the lexicon between me, Josh and bronze. But like I laughed so hard every time they said settle down. And then there's the other guy that says So there's a lot of repeating and and sort of like language. And then there's this whole element of I don't know. I think it's there's a lot of it seems that more than other sports in hockey, there are superstitions and rituals like oh my them, goodness. them eating the ice there, cream after every game and tapping the stick and all that. Tell us a little bit about the rituals yeah. around hockey. Let me give you my favorite ritual when I was growing up. Yes, My baby. favorite ritual, and Shai, you'll appreciate this, and probably Becky and Lily, at every hockey game, David Rebo, before we were with the, I didn't even know what the herds were, the Wildcats, coached by my dad. It was like, David Rebo and Alan feel like that whole crowd Rebo every game would get McDonald's and barf after the first period on the bench. (laughs) That was the thing. (laughs) And and if you talk to hockey players, the superstitions are insane. First of all, do you know about the playoff beards? I do know about playoff beards. So they don't shave once the playoff starts through the end, but then there are guys that are like, you know, I have to wear a certain shirt, underwear, tape, retape my stick every period, put on my left skate before my right. Skate. I mean, it's crazy. Like, but is, to, do you to think no it's end. more in, than in other sports? Like, it's just more particular to um, hockey? No, I bet baseball players do it too. You watch a baseball player, they'll adjust their gloves They're like, six times have before all these, they bat. Like, I think it's just sports in general. But, but I will say those players might be weird. They might what be I weird. like, what I like about this show is they pick, you know, one or two really strange things and they drill down on it and it is there in every so for example, Shorzy needing to take poop. a shit. Definitely yeah, really like how like, many times can I tell you? I'm like, guys, we're about to get on the ice. I'm, they're like, oh. Where's Carl? Uh, Carl's taking a shit, like in all his equipment. Like <laughs> this happens. Like, that? I mean, like it, some guys will run off the bench in the middle of the game to take a shit. Like it's unbelievable. I'm like, how so, is, so clearly, it's so gross to take a shit. Hockey players, like, are, so the show does justice to the idiosyncrasies of hockey. I think some of that stuff for sure. I mean, I, I've never seen a locker room where it's like fully open, but it's pretty close to like that, where you probably just have like a toilet on the side and like, <laughs> you know. Um, that would not surprise they, but, me. But they did a good job, is what you're saying, to give you a window so. into the weirdness. I, I think the locker room is like the best part of hockey. Like that's where you know everyone's coming in and ripping each other or whatever. Like you know, it's. Not, uh, I mean, yeah, I've never seen a show with this many insults. 
ever. The referee piece is so true. Like that is my favorite part of the show. Really? I actually wrote right, them so, down because so, they were so, so but, funny. So wait, just tell us a little bit about that. And then this term chirping, which I had not heard before this. So tell, tell right, us. So, so the referee piece, especially in like men's league hockey, which is basically <laughs> what he's doing. He's like going Friday night refereeing men's league hockey. Uh, right, because that's Shorzy's other often, job is that he referees yeah, just like yeah. Like local everybody hockey. knows everybody knows all the refs. You're all familiar with them. Some of the refs play on teams with you, and so often you'll just find the ref. I mean, like either joking around or like hanging over the boards, not even watching the play. Like <laughs> it's it depends, and they're such characters. You're like, oh, this ref like freaking hates our team. You know, you're in for a shitty game. Other refs are like on a power trip because they're the ref. I mean, it's men's league refereeing. And, and but it's actually with COVID, it's a really big problem. They can't find enough referees right now. And the parents are such assholes to the refs that everyone's quitting refing. Oh but that God. is so true to what it is like. It's, it's hilarious because they take such, it's like, think about guys like me playing hockey and they take such shit from the players <laughs> and the insults are just ridiculous. You know, it's so, like, and that's what do they really is- insult? Is that what chirping is called? Not like Shorzy. No, so chirping is different. Chirping, uh, I've only really heard the term in the last like four or five years, is basically just teams, get like players getting under each other's skin, like chirping at each other. Got it, okay. On the the ice. It's basically trash talking. Chirping is trash talking, which, I mean, I don't see it as much in men's league, but in the NHL there. And like when I tell you, I listen to this podcast, like, they talk about who the worst trash talkers are and the best trash talk. Like it's a thing, but just like basketball, right? Like, you know, that they're trash talking each other all the time. You just can't always hear it. Yeah, hear it. Football right. too. Football too. Yeah, for sure. So Got chirping it. is like, and is there any special word the for the way they talk to the refs? <laughs> with uh, how the ref interacts with the players. Cause those I mean, the, insults the are insane. Insult the refs are, if there's so many insults in this show that you have to like you, pause and rewind. I don't know how they could write this many. I mean, it's so, I wrote down two of my favorite ones from the first episode. It was just so funny. Like, you know what's fucked? The amount of times your mom faked a jellyfish thing to get me to pee on her. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was amazing. That's that the first so episode, funny. no? Or the second so episode. Like, the first, so I think it was the first episode. First episode. Was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's just so funny. Like, I feel like they just thought of like- And, and, and like I'm the sure. smoke meat, they make a few jokes with like smoke meat, just very, very niche specific very, things, but turn it into an It was insult. actually really fun to watch it with Joey, who's who's re-watching it with me uh, this week and explaining all of the really particular Canadian right. references to him. Um, because, and then I it makes me realize how- many things are being said that I don't understand that are like a different level because it's from a particular place. Like I understand like the Quebecois references you really get and general ones like that, but like, or anything to do with Montreal. And then you're like, Oh, like all the Ontario ones. Like I don't like they, it gets so there's, really, but really there's easy. like a whole lingo. Like I, I actually just wrote down a bunch of the terms because there's, I, you ahead, start to write them ahead, down. You're like, please. Oh my God, there's a whole language. Okay. So like goose go egg, ahead. which you hear all the time, like goose or goose egg means you basically got shut out. You got zero. Got it. Uh-huh. Or shut somebody out. You've got gotcha. apple. An apple is an assist. Like oh. when you assist on Amazing. a goal. A bucket is someone's helmet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, um, that I I got. That I a puck is A puck is a biscuit. Oh. That I call it a biscuit. A celly is when you celebrate after the goal. Oh, wow. These are words um, that are, have like are homonyms because a celly I thought yeah, was yeah. like a cell phone in the 90s. Nope. 
flow is someone's hair that like if you have good flow it's like flowing out of the back of your helmet oh, like wow. good flow. and if you uh, wow. every year there's actually i think a contest in minnesota or minneapolis wherever it is where they they like celebrate like the best hockey flows which are hilarious Amazing. which typically involves some horrible facial hair and ridiculous I, like uh mullets i feel like their their helmets now that you bring up the helmets should be bigger they don't really cover is that why they have no teeth uh, yes. yes so those yes. are yes. teeth or teeth or i mean that's Correct. why the podcast is called spitting chicklets because it's oh. chicklets are meant to be teeth <laughs> um like a gong show i don't know if they say it in the game like a gong show is when a game just gets totally out of hand either like the score is ridiculous or hey it's a gong show like people are just beating the crap out of each other and not playing speaking of people fighting there's this there's a story there's a part in the show where they say there's brawls and there's warm-up brawls what is the difference between a brawl and a warm-up brawl i mean i think in reference to the show which is not something like it's not like we have warm-up brawls but it's basically like hey so a, a lot of the time when you actually see hockey and they do this in goon right like they will say hey you want to go yeah let's go and then it's like a premeditated fight i think the warm-up brawl was like hey we didn't even make so the game like, didn't uh, even a, start yet yeah the game didn't even point. Start. Like, they were still in warm-ups when the massive it. fight when shorzy so, so it's it's a it's a more fight. egregious crime then because the game, yeah, right. the like, game right. okay. like two years ago, there was a guy on the Washington Capitals, just for shy, yeah, uh, our, our who, who like beat the crap out of a couple of the New York Rangers. They played each other again a week later. You knew there was going to be a fight the second the puck dropped. You didn't know who, and they'll literally, they'll put out like the players <laughs> that are going to fight. The puck drops and then they just beat the crap out of each other. And then could, could anybody take the puck in that moment and score? Nah, it's over at that point. Like, the, like then they're just fighting. Like the nobody's gonna like whistles but nobody's gonna go and try to score and 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 do the referees break it up or does somebody just lose a tooth eventually they break it up it like depends. you couldn't there's besides the fact that there's literally blades on their feet like i don't yeah. know how you could come between those two like people fighting and also uh, do they train could. in boxing or something to get good at the fighting part I think there are fighters in the NHL that there's like techniques to fighting. So like, which I don't really understand. You're like punching somebody in a like plastic and metal helmet, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> but if you get the helmet off, then you'll often see hockey players try to pull the back of the sweater over the front of their head. So you can then punch Great them without them kids. seeing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, there's this not as a... much fighting in hockey there. as there used to be in fairness. Uh, there... And like is that a bad thing? I feel like there's a no, big it's debate. A good it's, a, it's a good okay. thing. I mean, maybe like there's actually the more how can or... How can a sport be like governed by sort of like non-rules-based bare-knuckled punch? <laughs> but in, the, in well, the lower... The argument is that if you have a fighter on your team, you're less... So like in football, you know, they're trying to take these crazy hits out of the game, Right. But the only way they can do it is by penalizing and fining millionaires. Doesn't you know? It, it doesn't really happen that effectively. Maybe it is over time as they teach new people. But in hockey, you put an enforcer on the team to prevent people from going after your best players. It's almost so like deterrence. Enforce. It's deterrence exactly. So you're just using foreign policy principles. Like or, or just exactly like body which which is part of which is part of the show it's it's part of part of the show is they do well, that's exactly that. it they bring them in right they want to fill them up they bring the gyms in and even like there's a different type of player like jolo the rapper mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. like a super tough guy but he can also play he so can he, might, 
he might because he fights a bunch. Hard. He can play. Yeah, they, they they can all fight because they're like minor league guys. But like okay. you see them in like you know the alley brawls too. Like Got they're it. super tough guys, but he can actually play too. So there are players yeah. that like the most coveted players, or some of the most coveted players, are the ones that are super tough that can fight, that can hit hard, but also play. There are few and far between. Who are there any from like us growing up that fit that mold? Uh, I don't, you know, I never played like full checking other than like the three weeks that I played it and then realized that it was more fun to go out with my friends on Saturdays than play <laughs> hockey. So, <laughs> but right, like, yeah. I see it here in Samson's hockey, like these guys are gonna hit, like, holy cow, really? Wow. Not yet, but when they all get right. older, oh, yeah. All right. All right, let's get into our game. So I've created a variation of Byron Man. This is called Frylander, and it's it's a. Am I supposed to understand what that means? Yeah, it's a play on Highlander. You can only buy one. There can only be one Highlander. Get it? Why is it it Fry? We're redoing that name. No, because it's Friday. Clearly, none of us got it. No, we're not. We're redoing that name. Highlander. Terrible. Uh, Okay. Anyway, no. okay. so uh, we're gonna. What? What is this? Is actually it's gonna be a one-on-one situation. You can only buy one, and I'm gonna start with the coaches here. Um, even though, okay, um, and this is Sanganet, who, by the way, I think one of the co- really cool things about this show is the Canadian representation overall. You have um, uh, First Nations uh, actors. The and- First Nations piece is super cool because there aren't a lot of players that have made it to the NHL. Actually, one of the gyms is a First Nations player who made it to the NHL. Oh, that's yeah, really cool. The, the third gym. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. They, they so you, reference so, that. So that's a big component of the of, 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 of the fabric of the society. You have French Canadians, you have English people, you have folks from the Maritimes, and they're all interacting in East this Coast. Way. I love how yeah. he keeps calling it from the East, East Coast. Coast. <laughs> so like great. we but, anybody would call Ontario, Quebec, the East Coast. Yeah. But in but, Canada, there's but. more East Coast. Um, but the <laughs> but the that. way everybody interacts in this, in everyone has their different way of talking about everything, but everyone understands each other for the most part, except JJ, who doesn't understand any of the insults. But I there. love that they speak hardcore Quebecois French yeah. to the English people, and they all understand it yeah. perfectly. Because yeah. that's, but, that's but they don't realistic. speak French, which is hilarious. But, they rarely but we speak know, French. but we know from growing up in Montreal that it's a hundred percent accurate that somebody is speaking to you in French and you're speaking in English and you understand each other. You're just not going to speak the same language. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, okay. So let's put Sanganet who, um, uh, Sanganet who gets anointed as the coach pretty early on. Now, this is how you, you got to put him up against Ted Lasso, then coach beard and then Nate. Okay. So Sanganet or Ted Lasso. Sanganet. You buy oh. him over Ted Lasso? Oh, no, Ted Lasso. Come on. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. season one or Ted Lasso season two? If it's Ted Lasso Doesn't season matter. one, I buy Ted Lasso. If it's Ted Lasso season two, I buy Sanganet. I'll, I'll wow. say this. Sanganet at least has been playing the sport. But uh, you, Ted Lasso. But I do take Sanganet over Coach Beard and Nate by a long shot. Yeah, over Coach Beard and Nate for sure. But, okay. right. but yeah. I agree. I, I liked Coach Beard until we had the weird uh, like girlfriend, the weird girlfriend storyline. They ruined him. Yep. Nobody um, asked for that. Now, okay, so I, 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 I couldn't. I didn't really know. I know enough about soccer to know if there were brawlers. So I just took the gyms and Sam from, uh, from, from Ted Lasso. The gyms you, for sure. Gyms. The gyms. The gyms, the gyms yeah. more than gyms. Sam season gyms. one is pretty amazing. Sam season two is. 
Yeah, it's hard to distinguish. I, I do like Samity's a cheesy character, so I'm going to go with the gyms are more fun. The gyms are yeah. more fun, but they don't have as much depth. They don't um, have a character. They don't have depth to their character. Okay. It's hard to say that. All right, now here's two that I think really line up a little bit more, and this is Michaels, who is the, like, <laughs> fancy goalie who was the coach who gets fired, who wears the tight, like French Canadian underwear. Oh my God. Oh, that, I have to go with him because that so scene funny. is yeah. the, I was dying. So I have to go with him because there's I, any scene where there's like a little bit of Janitalia, like sticking out of an underwear <laughs> is that you, that's my algorithm. Him, I was dying. Him versus yes, Jamie Martin. But I'm going to go with Jamie because Jamie has such a great arc that we really see yeah, growing. I, but this is I penis ever stand like a little bit out of his underwear. No, <laughs> I, I agree with that. <laughs> Just a little, like little bit of, of penis out of the of underwear. Jamie I was dying. So, engaging over time like it he's, is a, he's a good part of the show right. you know now, what they just need to do is like have a scene where he accidentally but has some ps yeah. but i do Maybe like michael's like the shorzy michael's banter is hilarious and i like that michael's is like i'm doubling down i'm, I'm gonna make these guys like me and yeah, then he gets that, the weird brothers which is hilarious that was that, <laughs> was, that was really great and his <laughs> acceptance of the whole girlfriend thing. I mean, yeah, he 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 was at first he annoyed me and then he kind of grew on me. Also, man, that guy's face is just so incredibly Canadian. Yeah. So Canadian. <laughs> um, all right. So this is one. This is like very niche, but it's it's a little bit for my sisters. This is um, I don't know what the, you guys tell me what this category is, but Laurence, Le, I say cameos in a way. Laurence <laughs> LeBeouf and then in cameos season, instead of um, and then in season two, uh, ER doctor played by Sophia Barclay. Oh, Sophia, the- Barclay. Sophia forever. Oh, my God. You can't even don't even start with Not me. It's Sophia debate. Barclay for life. Got to pick Sophia. Josh, there's only one right answer. No, no, I, I have to agree. I have okay. To agree. okay. All right. All right. Now, let's let's go with um, love interests. We have Laura Moore. Um uh, is she a love? Uh, is she? I guess who she, is she? Remind she, me who she is. She the is the reporter who? Uh, yeah. The, in oh, the, oh, sorry, Laura yeah. Moore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, who, yeah. Sorry. Who? Um, who Shorzy is? Yeah. Well, who Shorzy is like really? He sincerely his, into her. I would treat his you so. I would wake up in the morning and just be treating you well. Treating you well, yeah. yeah I'd wake so up next to you and treat you so. Yeah. Because he's such a foul person, but he's so nice to her. But also his, one of like, my favorite, favorite with bits. the parents. Are you no. guys when he didn't oh, no. call their parents? How that, like, what kind of no. person oh, gets on a so plane good. and doesn't oh, call their I guess, parents? I guess you're the That's fancy types that thing. I guess you're the fancy types that take airplanes every week. You don't need to call <laughs> your call parents your when parents. you land. <laughs> that and was like, so it, brilliant. It him to call his parents. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, no, it, what I was going to say is my favorite bit when it comes to women and the love interest is his like too young for me. You're about yeah. 17 years too young. You only are a bit older. Like everyone is when, too young. When they're like, yeah, what are the girls like da da da? And he's like, I don't know. I don't go for girls or whatever. He like, <laughs> he's like, just I could tell you what the women think of me. Yeah, yeah he, I he don't know what dates, you're talking about. And there's like a running bit about how he dates like older women. I'm pretty sure she's his age, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, but her versus Keely, I still got to go. Keely, they haven't given us Keely. enough of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keely she, she hasn't been a, a deep enough part of the show. All right. So Although now they we, allude to her having more of a story, right? They allude to her like having her kids on the weekend or whatever. Like, yeah, there's, there's probably more to come with her. If they're going to give us right. 10 seasons of Shorzy, there's a lot we can do with. <laughs> the people we've been given so far. Okay. Um, let's go with uh, office head office staff. 
Higgins versus Zig and Mig, who are the two sisters that work with Nat. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Higgins. Here's my thing. Really? I, I love Higgins, I, but except but for I the line him. where I don't know if it's which which one is saying it, but she keeps going. Tough natives. That's redundant. They all say it every single. But yeah. she it she too. kicks it. They yeah, all say what it too. says it too. But I remember she kicks it off and she says it like multiple times in that meeting. Yeah. And I just um, I love I love them. both of them. I, I love both of them a lot. Great. Like, you know, when he invites the whole team over with his family or when he's working out of the closet, yeah. like he's such a good mm. character in, in his he, aspiration. Yeah, he's also done some bad things so you know yeah that's fair but he like you know he's always he cares I, about beard i, I like, enjoy I, I mean, i agree with josh but i also really enjoy just them having written zig and meg yeah like, like there's I, a in, lot like, you're gonna get to do with them and there's yeah. one scene that i think shows you the potential like the huge upside of those two characters <laughs> which is when they go to the league and yeah, had, first of all, the oh, fact that yeah. everyone that in charge of the league is a woman was a kind of amazing. Well, the like, whole I'd never show seen... is very like women are Female. in power of a lot of the show. Like women are the smarter yeah. ones. Women are like in power. Like it's very they're, cool. The, they're running the show. Right. The the hockey players are kind of have the derogatory names. The women are not. It's, it's really. So can we just say for a second, like the fact that bums in seat is said yeah. in seat bums. is said so, bums. It's such a Canadian of buts, word. It's like such or asses, asses in seats. The bums. fact that they're all. Um, straight facing bums in seats yeah, is bums in seats. so but, comforting. All right, but so, bums is like an eighties Canadian term. Yeah, it's the well, best. They're all older. And the Canadian. Yeah. So and then so on the subject, the person who says bums in seats the most is Nat versus Rebecca Ooh, in Ted Lasso. Ooh, award, you know that, that for which awards have been won for that. Character. Yeah, I like I like Nat a lot, but uh, I think Rebecca takes the cake. Um. Nat's still a little one dimensional. I think she has, which, which served the story really, really well, but we'll we, have to see her grow over future. They season. gave us some more towards, they the gave end. us some, they gave us some more towards the end about her mom and all that stuff. But right, right. the photo that you see, I, I, and I, so I'm excited to see where they take her, but one yeah, season in, I'd like, go Rebecca, but she's you know, amazing. Rebecca's like Nat. a super deep principal character, even though there are things that annoy me, annoy me about Rebecca. Like the whole Sam storyline is oh, annoying to me. So awful. But so but like the story. No with chemistry. Her father and the husband and yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's true. There's a lot of no depth. Chemistry. and her friendship with Ted is is really really yeah. really wonderful. I think Shorzy and Nat have and the Keely, potential. Right? Like that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think that Shorzy and Nat have the potential for a Ted Rebecca type of friendship because they they seem to motivate each other, but we're not there yet. So yeah, you're right. You got to give it to Rebecca, but Nat and the actress who plays Nat, she's the from the 100. Plays, the actor of 100 fame. <laughs> played, I'm the only person that watched that over. The I age watched. Of I watched to like two seasons. Tessa, Tessa, tell us. I think she's yeah. fantastic in the show. Um, all right, and now the big one. This is the hardest one of all. Your grumpy lead player, Shorzy versus Roy Kent. Oh, that's so tough. I'm gonna I go Shorzy though. Shorzy, yeah, Shorzy. I think I'm gonna go with Shorzy. I, I, I think th- there's more to unpack in Shorzy. Ted, like uh, Roy Kent, has like two dimensions. He's like the sourpuss older soccer player, but he's a softy inside. That's his mm-hmm. whole character. I think Shorzy's got a lot more depth and places he can go. When you do the family reunion, so you can get the backstory of him oh, as so a good. foster kid. 
and the and the and and the incredible so some very offensive things are said in that scene but the comedic tool they use to kind of give permission to say those things of the social worker said it no she didn't and then the foster father going no no no, she did she really did say that and it's these like horribly offensive things (laughs) and it which it just the, the comedy of that scene i think is done really well in a time when when we're very cautious what what's being written and who is saying things and how they're being said and representation and it does that it it kind of does this dance in that scene of of showing lots of different types of people um and in a family really, together in, in, a in a family in a in in a family you troll each other and you tease each other but in a loving supportive way and i have i i just think it that that scene is uh, when the when the foster father is giving the speech. I feel like they just knocked it out of the park in terms of that very delicate balance right now of how do how do you make these inappropriate jokes funny and somehow work? So I'm going to go out okay. there and say that. So I think like oh sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, no, go ahead. I think there's like a lot of similarities between the two characters actually in like. What I love about Shorzy, as it relates to the hockey pieces, he is the ultimate, like, even though he's a total dick to all, he's like such an asshole to them. <laughs> he's still the ultimate team guy. Like, he wants to win so badly. Well, and I think that's true. And, and he, he has, does, he and hates he to has, lose. He hates and to he lose. And he has integrity because as soon as Sanguinet becomes the coach, he can't say shut the fuck up like he <laughs> he's like him. he go, he needs to respect, like there's rules and he respects those rules and oh, fish, he rewards fish right he's like so mean to fish and fish <laughs> in that one game is this is more of the terminology he's like blocking the clappers like blocking the slap shots and uh, he's like basically sacrificing gosh. himself for the team so he's like you are now like you've graduated into, hey, you're the next guy up because you're willing to be the team player that we all are. Walking the I clappers. Think like, oh my God, Josh, there's so much we can learn oh, okay. from you. All right, so let's wrap our conversation about Shorzy there. Needless to say, Hulu, Shorzy, the most fun. Who knows what network is it's on in Canada? CTV? Canadian friends have watched it, so. No, I mean, it's, it's, no, I mean you prob- it's probably on every channel in Canada. <laughs> you know, like this is, it's, it's CanCon. It's like hey, it's, we it has to air thirty percent Um, and then and I'll just say Letterkenny, which is the universe that this comes from. I'm really enjoying that. It's a little bit. I felt like the a, a slower burn, but it has a similar edge. And there is an episode, the third episode of the first season, called Fartbook, that I need video of Lily watching that. Fartbook. Just watch that, that episode. I need to. Wa- I need a video of you watching that episode. Okay. Amazing. Watch it. All right. Let's hit our Rick's Rex and shoutouts. My biggest one is I. I can't say I read the book. I was going to read it, but then I listened to it on tape because the author actually reads it. And that is Badiel's or Badiel, depending on how you pronounce it. Jews don't count. This is probably the most profound, challenging, like and empowering thing I've heard. I've heard slash read. I've heard him speak before on, on various interviews and things like that. But this is a really methodical explanation of unseen elements of anti-Semitism uh, in both pop culture and political culture, principally in Britain and the United States. I think this is a must read or must absorb for anyone who is really interested in being empathetic to their Jewish friends. Um, uh, I'm not saying this speaks for me all the way through. In fact, there's things that he and I don't see eye to eye on. But in terms of a really, really powerful and useful 
way to understand things that aren't articulated very well, he articulates them amazingly. And and like people like Sarah Silverman, for example, have quoted him a lot recently. And and so I just I can't say enough about it. And he's a comedian, a British comedian as well. I can't say enough about how powerful and amazing. I need a link to that because I'm not even sure what like where can I find whatever you're referencing. I, I will send you a link. I'm gonna I'm gonna gift you the you listen to Audibles, right, Josh? It's a two uh, hour yeah. it's a two hour listen. It's 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 as long as a podcast. Yeah. I can do it on double speed while jumping rope. It'll be there, good. There you go. Okay. Then uh, Allie and I saw Bullet Train delivers on its promise. When you see really? Bullet, when you That's see exciting. Bullet Train, you're reminded why all of these streaming action movies are not good. Because Bullet Train <laughs> could easily be the same as any one of those. But A, every single actor in it brings brings it. Brad Pitt shares the state, the scene with so many different, not so many, but many different, much lesser known actors, but they all like bring it it looked amazing and it, it has awesome. that 90s like stylized violence humor like it's a guy Ritchie movie without the annoying not the you know i don't want to be dismissive of guy Ritchie, but without the guy Ritchie tropes because i love oh, guy Ritchie's movies but it doesn't have the fast forwards and the rewinds it's it's pretty straightforward it's very very funny it's very violent just delivers on its promise we were so happy we, we weren't bored at all Highly, highly recommend if you want a fun movie. Then Allie and I did a double header last night. We watched Prey and then Allie liked it enough that we rolled right into watching the original Predator. Oh, my um, God. She did not like the original Predator as much as Prey. She was like, what is this? <laughs> um, yeah. But Prey is solid, 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 solid. Well done. Um, well done. I think it's like just really solid. Great documentary in search of the last action heroes is great around this whole conversation around predator because it's about the rise and the fall of the muscle man action heroes of the eighties and nineties. Then I watched hot shots and airplane with the kids, uh, hot shots. I, I really liked hot shots when I was younger, but it was kind of dull on the rewatch. And then I just started Sandman on Netflix, which is very cool. Josh Sandman. Yeah. Neil Gaiman Sandman. Josh is on mute. I think. All right, I've been watching All right, you go, and season two of Mythic Quest, which is even better than season one in a rare occurrence that a season two, which how only great, speaks well of it. How great was the COVID episode? So far, only good COVID episode I've ever seen. And it's it was so good. good, emotional it's, and powerful it was and hilarious. Phenomenal. Um, yes. Um, so that's right. what I've been watching. And right, I Josh, rewatched RRR. <laughs> Josh, you're going to unmute? I can go while he's just like Josh he's is, how to use his everyone phone. should know that Josh. No, no, is, I'm un, I'm unmuted. I have to go pick up my child who my wife left in the hockey rink by himself. So just, he'll the be irony. Fine. He'll he'll he will be up, clappers. Yeah, just don't insult some refs or something. I'll pick up the clappers and squeeze Drop down. Them some... He didn't get injured. Um, well, no, kudos to so. Danielle actually for taking the kids. Sorry. Uh, what am I watching? Well, I was watching Shorzy. Uh, we just watched the unbearable weight of massive talent, which I actually really enjoyed. Super fun. Movie. Was uh, was super fun. But I've been super engrossed in uh, in these books, honestly. So I've been reading a lot of books. Shy, as I, as I texted Shy, Shy, a book is a place where no, I read a book last week. A collection of you letters to a together. You to like, a no, no, no. Addison like, Cook, I read. Like a, okay, that's for it's children. Like a movie in your mind. <laughs> a book is like wow. a movie in your mind. That so sounds I've actually terrible. been reading uh, this. You know, this give uh, it a man. <laughs> I watched the terminal list. I'm going to give that a solid C minus. Don't Ooh. waste oh, your time. I did not uh, make it uh, through uh, the first uh, episode. On the other, on the other hand, Reacher, which Howie recommended, is very solid and enjoyable. 
and partially uh, like that one definitely like plays to its strength and is a really fun watch. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to make my way through the boys, but I find it very slow. Oh, I love really? season three. I loved season three. I thought eh. season three was the best season. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I just it hasn't hasn't hooked me like the other one. So all right, I'm trying. Lily. All right, Lily. I um, Becky introduced me to a great movie, uh, A Happening of Monumental Proportions. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, it was ra- directed by Judy Greer, who is the character actress that's in the best friend in every movie. And um, great cast to obviously I assume she's friends with all these people that they're in this movie. It's a sweet, fun movie just to watch it. Like did its job. It was perfect late night movie to to watch and it's not funny. have to it's really like, funny have nightmares or anything. <laughs> it was great. That is all. All right. And Becky, where can we follow you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And Lily, where can people follow you? Chichi K Gomez on Twitter. Josh, do you want people to follow you? You can, but you won't find very much at Josh Crew. All right. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. Huge thank you to Josh for joining us for this episode and to my sisters. Great to see you. Uh, Talk to you later. Love you guys. Oh, music is by What Does It Eat? Bye bye. Get that biscuit.